Hello. Hello. Hello, I'm Gary Bellamy, and I'd like to say welcome to Down the Line, the first ever all-phone-in talk show on Radio 4. Women are still earning less than men. What is going on? I thought we had equality, but maybe we don't. Call in and let us know what you think about that on 0800 068 7060 or email down the line at bbc.co.uk. And what about this? The statistics today tell us that by the year 2050, women will be outliving men by half as long again. And do you know why? Because men won't go to see their doctors. Is that you? Are you too frightened to go to your doctor? Call in and let us know what you think. Now, I can hear a lot of women out there yelling at your radio set saying, my husband, whenever he gets a cold, he swears it's flu. But apparently men won't go to their doctors. They ignore their symptoms and they hope they'll just go away. And the end result? Early death. The number is 0800 068 7060. That's the number, or email down the line at bbc.co.uk. In fact, call in about absolutely anything you like. Uh, global warming, the congestion charge, abortion, or I don't know, maybe you've had something fall on your head and you want to tell us all about it. <laughs> OK, we're going to go to our first caller now, and it's B Carter from Durham. Hello, B. Hello. I want to talk about the women's movement, how mm. over many years... So little progress has been made, really. We mm. Recent statistics have shown we're still paid less, we're still mm. doing yeah. the jobs nobody mm. else wants to do. You can't expect women to do everything that we've been doing for mm. generations mm. and not get the credit and not get the pay. You want more money? We do. We need to be rewarded for the work we're doing. But, you know, women are the fairer sex, aren't they? I mean, you can see why people think that sometimes, and therefore they don't work as hard as men because physically they're not able to. Women are working harder in this country than the men are. We are doing the jobs nobody else wants to do. We are cleaning the Ex- toilets. We exactly. Are the sausages, exactly. That's we are why. That, that's the why. Floors, that's why you get and paid. And we're going unacknowledged. Yeah, be, and unrewarded. Be, but listen, that's why you the get paid less. Is because you're doing the jobs that nobody wants. Nobody else yeah. wants. And so the pay yeah. for the convenience of those jobs is reduced. That's what happens. Mm. It's yeah. uh, the women's movement, the contraceptive pill, um, Jermaine Greer, all of that that happened in the 60s and the 70s. And we are the children of that generation and we still have not made the progress that those women believed we would have made. Surely there has been progress. You know, I mean, we've had a female What's prime the minister. Progress? The progress made is that women now get drunk and beat each other up on a Saturday night as well as men. But that's what they wanted. That is no progress. We've got, yeah. We're not well, now, getting it right. When women get a chance to live their own lives, they, as you say, end up acting like men, getting drunk. No, not all. I'm just saying it's not progress to just imitate the the worst aspects of male behaviour. Well, listen, thank you very much for your call. My next caller is Lorraine Chaplin from Bath. Hello, Lorraine. Hello, Gary. Hello. Oh, that's more like it. Welcome to Down the Line. Thank you. Um, I'm ringing because uh, about what you said earlier about... Uh, men um, and illnesses, and mm-hmm. uh, whenever uh, about about you know uh, when a man gets a cold, it's 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 man flu, and my husband is is very much like that. Yes, yeah, that's what we said before. Yes. And that's that's what you're saying now. Is that's it? Is it? Uh, yes, yes, it is. Yes. Okay, let's go down the line now to Humphrey Milner from Sirencester. Hello, Humphrey. Good evening. Uh... This uh, the, the business of uh, women behaving like uh, more and more like men. And I suppose this is this this new breed of, of uh, drunken women right. that we see uh, we see more and more of mm. uh, about the place. And it, mm. it uh, I, I find it very saddening. It 
it, 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 it depresses me uh, into a into a blue funk. Does it? Thinking about it. You, you never used to see uh, uh, women like this. This, no. this, this, like this new breed of drunk women. I'm not saying that uh, that uh, women didn't always <clears throat> haven't always in, in, enjoyed a, 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 drink. a drink. And don't get me wrong. I I, I am all for. Equality, and I have always supported women's rights, and I have always, I always believed, and still do believe, that that, that men and women must be treated as equals. But did the suffragettes throw themselves under horses and chain themselves to railings and go on hunger strike and suffer the the indignities of, of, for a of Bacardi force, suffer the indignities of force feeding mm. sim, uh, simply for the right to drink to urinate behind parked cars and mm. um, or sometimes in front of them vomit in in, in well, the back of taxi cabs and 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 get chlamydia you do have a point we're at a period in history where we have this misguided war in Iraq where we're supposedly showing the world how to behave in, in a civilized manner. And, we, yeah. you know, we have the, the Muslim peoples living in our country, and they're saying, mm. is this really your civilization? That's a very good point. Thanks thanks for that. And it makes you think there are these new government guidelines saying that men shouldn't have sex with women who are drunk, but we have this new breed of drunken women everywhere. So it's a tricky position to be in, isn't it? Next caller. Hello. Who's there? Hello, did this is Martin. Hello, Martin. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't help but, but hear you was talking about um, mm. things falling on top of people's heads, you know? Oh, right, okay, right. Well, there was supposed to be uh, a bit of a joke, but um, have you have you got something to say on the subject? Um, I mean, I, I, I find it very strange that, that, that uh, you should have this discussion, you know, because I can't believe the amount of things that, that been falling on my head since I live in this country, you know? Really? And, and, yeah, what are you talking about, man? And, and, and one, of, one of the places mostly that they seem to fall on my head is, is from the bus shelter, you know? Mm. Uh, people seem to put things on top of it, uh, on top of the bus shelter. And um, I had um, I had some um, some shoes fall on my head one time from right. the, uh, the, the bus shelter. I had uh, a, a, a kebab, you know, like oh, with, 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 with the meat and everything oh, fall on my head and the chips. And 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 the last time, um, I think it was um, about three weeks ago now. I must have had um, one of them uh, portable uh, um, what do you call it? Portable um, what do you call it? Sandwich maker. It fell on me. Of a bus shelter? Yeah, I couldn't, I, I couldn't believe, you know. I mean, uh, I, I, it, it hurt me bad as well, you know. I, I bet I it did. Can I just ask you, when you say sandwich maker, is it one of those toasted things that you that you put, you, the Breville type object? Yeah, or, yeah, that, that, that's, that's right. Yeah, one of yeah. those. They're quite yeah. good, aren't they? Well, well, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I never personally own one, you know, because my, 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 I'm not a big sandwich man. But I mean, you know, I would, I would personally now when I think back on it, I wanted to go back and get it. But you know, so oh, hang on. So when it fell on your head, you didn't take it with you. You just left it there. Well, it, it, it didn't, it, it didn't, it didn't so much fall on my head as bounced off my head, you know. Bounced off. It, it bounced off my head, yes. Yeah. Well, 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 well yes. And but, but before before I finish with you, I'll yeah. tell you another, another thing as well. Another you know? thing. Um, one time I was in the cinema, you know, yeah. and um, I was I, I, I was sitting must be down in the lower the, the lower section, right? Yeah. And a, a lady handbag, right, fall mm. fall from on the upper chair onto my head, and it stopped me from 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 seeing the film for about three minutes, and it ruined the whole thing because the 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 the, the, the fella gets shot, you know, and I didn't find out who shot him. You see? Right. Why didn't you take the bag off sooner? Because I I I thought it was part of the film, you know. I, I thought maybe so it was part of the film. I thought well, it all went black. I thought maybe maybe that's 
something happening in the film. That, what do you, you mean? Know, what, how can it, what, a bag would have come out of the film and landed on your head? No, 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 you, no you, you're talking nonsense. I'm talking what about... Film did you, what film was it you went to see? Um, I, I think it was um, The Lone Ranger or something. It was quite a long time. The Lone Ranger. What are you laughing about? Nothing. Listen, thanks very much for your call. Thank you but so thank much. You, thank, thank you for talking. Bye-bye. Okay, Rachel Letterford from London. Hello, Rachel. Hi. Hi. I work in the city. Um, mm -hmm. I've got lots of friends who work the same, really heavy hours. We work really, really hard, and we party hard, and that's what we do. We go to work. We work damn hard. And on a Friday night, I am going to get myself somewhere else. I'm going to drink. I'm going to do whatever it takes. I've got as much right to do that as any man I work with. I work very hard myself. I've worked all over the world. I had my own show in Canada. I'm just saying, I, yeah, it, it, well, I'm just in Canada, they don't drink relief. like the women I mean, in this I country. I just want to get off my face on a Friday, and all my friends are the same. Guys, girls, it's all the same. The kind of guys who you're talking about don't get attracted to girls like you who oh, are off their heads. Believe me, there's no problem with attraction where I hang out on a Friday and Saturday. Everybody's off their face. Everybody can't even remember what they did with who they did with it the night before. Well, anyway, we work that? so right. damn hard, and we play damn hard too. Well, good luck to you. Thank you. Thank you very much for your call. I just think it's pretty sad. My girlfriend, Michaela, works very hard. And I tell you something, on a Friday night, there's nothing better than we like than a bucket of popcorn and, uh, and the latest movie from, from Blockbuster. And, you know, we don't need to drink. We don't need to take a drug. I tell you what, if I had a choice of going out there with that wreckage, no, I know where I'd rather be most of the time. And the number is 0800-068-7060. And we're going to go back to the phones now. We've got uh, Colin Little from Croydon, who wants to talk about um, uh, things falling on your head. Uh, well, it was supposed to be a joke kind of thing. We've kind of, you know, finished with that now, but I will take this call anyway. So, Colin, hello. Hello. Hello, Gary. Hello. I was thinking about how uh, 30 years ago... Yes. Uh, uh, ...if a computer had fallen on your head... Mm. That would have been the end of you, wouldn't it? But uh, if you look at the advances in technology since then, if a computer fell on your head today, you'd just get a nasty bang and a sprained neck, but uh, that'd be all, really, wouldn't it? And I suspect that if you look at the government figures for injuries from computers falling on heads, yes. this is probably one area where New Labour's done quite well. Yeah, a good point. But, of course, um, there are a lot more computers around these days, so statistically you're more likely to have one fall on your head today. But uh, good point. Thanks for your call. And we're going to go straight on to another call now, and we've got Grace Helly from Cambridge. What do you want to talk about, Grace? Um, it's about the um, illness thing. Mm. Uh, it just is true. If my uh, husband is ill, he goes to bed. I don't go to bed, well, and I just get on with it. Yeah, we were just, we were just talking about that. Just, that's what the last I, person I said. I think men make a fuss, and women just get on with it. Yeah, that's what the other person said. But actually, can I just say something? You know, man gets a cold, it's a flu all yeah. of a sudden. My actual point was men aren't going to the doctors, and they've got serious problems, and they're too frightened. But Well, they make a fuss at home, and then they don't go to the doctor. It's the worst of all worlds. Yeah, well, as I say, we, we've, we've covered that they ground. They make a fuss, they're fuss pots. Yeah, they do make a fuss, they're fuss spots, but uh, they have weaker immune systems. Next call is uh, Hannah Mills from Henley on Thames. Hello, Hannah. Hello. Hello, how are you? What can I do for you? I was just ringing in. Um, I heard the lady talking earlier on about her husband having a cold. That's right. Well, my husband, Jeffrey, mm -hmm. when he sneezes, he goes into a funny shape. Does he? Well, his whole body twitches and he leaps, almost like a startled cat. <laughs> this sounds quite, quite, quite worrying, doesn't it? No, he very rarely sneezes. He doesn't often sneeze? Not really, no. And, uh... He <clears throat> might do when I'm not there, I don't know. <laughs> and also, when he yawns, he looks so vulnerable. Oh. Like a 
a child. And I think men do suffer from colds and flu, and I believe they feel it more than women, because we endure. OK, my next caller is William Pennyman from Fairfield. Hello? The point I'd like to make, were you talking about the difference with men and women, mm. that men don't go with the doctors and that the... Um, you're saying that women do. That women do go... Look after that's themselves. right, yeah. What, what, what about gender benders? Gender benders? You know, um, the, the gay persuasions. Right. Do, do you know... Would so you're saying, did the gay men go to homosexuals, go to the doctors more often than heterosexual men? No, no, no. Right. Well, what are you trying to say, William? I'm questioning. Yeah. I'm, I'm putting a question to you and your listeners that our gay persuasions, do they go to the doctors more? That's all. Is it, you know, does it, how much of it is a mental thing or a physical thing or a genetic thing of, of how you're born? Yeah, it, but... It, does that determine... It's, but you're, it's not an illness, is it? What? You're implying that gay people go to the hospital. I'm not doctors. saying that check up, that, you know, can they cure their gayness or something. I'm simply saying it's an interesting point on, on, on how difference between men and women is, are that those, that the gay persuasions might be more like a the woman. The gay They may be somewhere halfway between. But that's a ludicrous thing to even think, isn't it? Why? Why? Because why would someone who was gay go to the doctor? Why would you even think that someone who was gay would go to the doctors more? Because, simply because they're they were manly. They're more like a woman in how they are, so they maybe look after themselves better. You can't say they that. They care more about how they... Well, what are you saying? Are you seriously trying to tell me that a gay man is not more effeminate than a heterosexual man? You get for very... For goodness sake, they have get... sex with men, for goodness sake. Yes, but you also get very, very heterosexual homosexuals. Well, no, those are heterosexuals. No, listen, my brother is gay. I'm sorry to hear that. And you would never know it. Well, you probably would if he put his hand in your throat. Thanks very much for your call. Goodbye. And the number is 0800 068 7060. And it'd be good if we could hear from some gay callers to respond to that. In fact, we have a special gay number which you can find on our website. Next caller is Brenda Singleton from Harrogate. Hello, Brenda. Hello. Hello. Hello, What's, your, what's your point? Well, I was listening to the lady who was on earlier, and the, the, the older lady as well. Mm -hmm. uh, men and then they're moaning, they're groaning, the yeah. mumbles and the grumbles. They're terrible, right. aren't they? My husband was exactly the same. Well, all, all, all men are the same, aren't I they, know. With the, yeah. when they get ill? That's right. E I mean, every little know, thing. Yes, the world stops, doesn't it, Gary? I know. And, you know, whereas I, if I've got a, I got a cold, I just carry on. I carry on. Well, I'm a bit like that. Yes, I'm sure you are. You're young, aren't you? Yeah, young. well, you know. But my husband, you know, a, a bit of a sniffle. Oh, dear. Oh, God, me. here he goes. Oh, he can't go to work. He no, can't go no, out. No, you know, all day. Well, anyway, so he's moaning on, moaning, moaning, moaning. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, my lungs hurt. It's so so annoying, isn't out, it? Yeah, he had pleurisy and, and he, he passed on. Ooh, what a sad call. Okay, down the line now we have Miles Peck from Belfast. Hello, Miles. Hey, Gary. Gary. Yeah. See these guidelines about never having sex with a drunken woman? Yes. I'd never have sex at all. So you've never had sex with a sober woman? Thinking about it, you know, I'm sure they all would have had at least one drink, maybe a couple of glasses of wine. Well, what about first thing in the morning? Even then, you know, they'd probably be slightly hungover and a wee bit drowsy, you know, not quite sure what's going on. Right, well, thanks, very much. thanks for your call, Miles. Thanks. Thank you. Actually, come to think of it, I don't think I've ever had sex with a, uh, with a, um... Email!
emails. Uh, I've got an email here from PC Kevin McBride from Merseyside, who says, Friday night is like a war zone in his town centre because of this new breed of drunken women on the rampage. And I've got another one here from PC Ali Meaton from Bradford, who says, God is great. Hello, you're live on Down the Line with Gary Bellamy. Hello. Hello, Gary. Listen, yeah. I've got some comment to make about the women who are out of control with the drinking. Yes. Now, what is required, I mean, it's obvious to me that they must be put under house arrest. Mm -hmm. You know that. Put a woman under house arrest and they can appreciate the full importance of their domestic duties. The problem is because they have been allowed to roam freely, going out on their own and going to cinema, nightclub and this sort of thing. And yeah. that is why the problem has started. It's a cancer in society today. And we need to put a stop to it. I'm not being, I know you're going to get all the women phoning up, talking hang on, about hang on, it. But hang on, hang on. How can you lock up women? No, 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 I'm talking common sense. I'm you're trying. not talking common sense. You're, you're, you're not talking common sense. Can I tell you something? I am personally ashamed I'm walking on the street. I see women throwing up in the street. Some of them, their, their garments are showing, my friend. Their undergarments are showing on display. Sorry, they what? They are undergarments. They, they, they are pantyhose or whatever you call it. Isn't that a more disgraceful situation than to lock them up and, and bring in... Listen, have you... How, has anything ever be achieved in the world without making sacrifices? Answer me that yeah, question. Yeah, okay, I understand that, but locking women up isn't, is not is more than a sacrifice. You keep going back to this locking up. If, if you are a man, if you are a man at all, rather than some little uh, kitten uh, uh, being pussy whipped or whatever they call it, what? you, 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 will, you, you will make the, 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 the rules in your house because the man is the man and the woman is the woman. So you can say to her as a man, and that's got your responsibility. Because oh... I'm sure there'll be women really loving you for saying that. Listen to me. There are women I, out there, they're saying, do you know what? He's so right. Oh, a bit of a dinosaur there. I'm sorry about that. I uh, let him stay on a bit longer because he was black, and we don't get very many black callers here on Radio 4. But I'd just like to say I'm sure he's not representative of the black community in general. I know some black people, and they really are very nice. Okay, back to the phones now, and we've got Neil Furness from Kent. Hello, Gary. Hello. Hello, yeah, I'm bald as a coot, Gary. Right. Yeah, a total slaphead. Um, and uh, the other day I woke up and there were bumps and lumps and bruises all over my head. Mm -hmm. And I have no idea to this day what caused them. Thanks for your call. Thank you, bye. Hello, you're live on Down the Line with Gary Bellamy. Hello. Hello, I want to talk about things falling on your head. Okay. From the age of 12 to 27, 15 year period, I had quite a few things fall on my head. Like what? This includes a pip, a lady's love, some snow, a branch, and a boiling egg. Thanks very much for your call. It's all right, bye. Hello. What's your point? Hello? I, I'm telephoning about the young women drinking. Young women drinking, yes. I do think the way young women are drinking to excess is mm. dreadful. Mm. The behaviour and the ugliness is awful. Yes, it is. It is ugly. And I say this as a believer in drink. I, I think... What's a, what's a believer in drink? Well, I, I think life is depressing and difficult and lonely. Mm. And I think drink improves matters. Does it? When I was younger, I, I used to wait until six o'clock in the evening to, to have a drink. Now I start much earlier. Right. How early exactly I, do you start? I have my first drink at about 10 o'clock in the morning. Right. And I drink throughout the day, mm. but, but only ever in small amounts. If you met me, you would never consider me drunk. No, okay. Equally for my part, I, I get through life without ever having to do so entirely sober. 
so my my advice to these girls would be yeah. don't don't drink so much all at once. Okay, that's brilliant advice. Um, I do think that you should stop drinking. Though you you were saying how you recommended it that it made you feel better. It doesn't make everyone feel better. It's actually a depressant. It's a drug and it's a depressant. And I wouldn't encourage people at home to drink too excessively every day. And uh, my next call is coming down the line from South Yorkshire. Hello. Something I want to talk to you about this new breed of drunken women. Mm. Right, I'm a police officer. Yes. Yeah. So you must see I'm, a lot of it. I see untold amounts. What goes mm. on, Gary? Beg his belief. Yeah, I bet it does. I work in Sheffield City Centre mm. of a Friday and a Saturday mm. evening. It's beyond the pale. Is you it? wouldn't believe it, man. I mean, I've seen grown men, you know, smack each other, kick each other, silly. Yeah. And, and that, to me, doesn't seem as unseemly as the way some of these ladies behave. That's unbelievable. And I mean, it... they really, if I'm, listen, I'm 16 stone, I'm 6 foot 4, mm. right? I play a lot of rugby. Yeah. These women frighten me. They frighten me, they really do. Are they, are they fearless under the under the influence of drink? Is that I what it is? I think it's that, I think it's that, mm. you know, but I could teach them a lesson. You know, I could pack a van with explosives yeah. and I could drive it right into the middle of them, you know, hen parties mm. and such like, yeah, and yeah. kaboom. Kaboom. You know, they'd be all over the place. You wouldn't really want to do that, though, would you really? No, I'm just saying I could. I come from a military background. I'm now a police officer. Yeah. You know, they don't know what they're messing with. I could do that. Thanks very much for your call. Thank you. Okay, you're live on Down the Line with Gary Bellamy. Hello. 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 I done a rape. Right. I'm a, a rapist. Okay. I went to bed with a fella and... Um, You're a woman rapist? Yeah, that's right, I'm a female rapist. Oh, how refreshing. Is it? Normally, you know, you don't assume that with a, with a, with a woman, that a woman would, would, would be, be one of well, those. Well, I, I didn't know either, but then I then I heard about these new guidelines and mm. how you need to get consent and that. And then, so, I, he didn't speak to me before, he didn't speak to me during, he didn't speak to me after. So, as far as I'm concerned, he, he never gave his consent to no. me and I could be dragged up in front of the courts. Well, well, I think you'll find, you know, as a male, he, he probably had given his consent, but, you know, just not verbally. It's a relief. That is a relief. That is. Yeah, I think you're. You, I think you're okay. It's oh, thank God for that. I'm really glad you. Ca I called. I was going to call the Samaritans or. The, you don't need to call. Hey, you're, you're, you're down the right. line. You're down the line, love. I'm, down, I'm, I'm off the hook as well. Yep, you're down the line and off the hook. Okay, let's see who's coming down the line next. Yeah, hello, Gary. I'm a fitter. A fitter. Yeah, I yeah. work in the in the building trade. God, you must have had a lot of things falling on your head, then. No, nothing, not a thing, never, not once. We're talking about things that have fallen on your head, mm -hmm. not things that almost fell on your head or never fell on your head. No, I understand that. Yeah. If this was a phone-in about, listen, if I'd said to you and to all the listeners, do you know what we're going to talk about today? We're going to talk about things that haven't fallen on your head. Well, yeah, I'm changing, you know, I'm moving the, the the topic on. I move the topic on, you don't. Thanks for your call. Okay, next caller is um, pa pa Pascal. 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 Where are you from? I'm from France. Yeah. What's your What's your question? It's not really a question. I'm just uh, speaking about health. Mm. Uh, my sister, she breaks her ankle uh, in London, near Tuberville Square, and uh, it is swelled up. We take her back to the hospital in South East London, mm. and uh, she's taken into a room by two men nurses. They attack her. They attack drink. her. They attack her. What with? Their fists, and they drink near her. Very drunk next to her, they write on her face with felt pen. Make all shapes. Are, are you sure? But don't, if they're having an operation, sometimes they have to draw these things on with those special pens. Have you seen the plastic surgery things? They draw a picture of a cow on her arm. Well, heaven knows what was going on there, Pascal. Uh, my next caller is Martin Hull. Hello. Yeah, 
my point is, they're saying about you can't have sex with drunk women, right? Mm. If this was the 70s, no one would give a monkeys about that, right? Because we used to go out, you'd go out, you'd have a few drinks, mm. you'd pull a bird, you know what I mean? You'd have a little bit of nookie with her, right? Yeah. Next day, you walk away, oh, no, what have I done? Oh, rape, you know, no one gave, right. a, no one gave a monkeys about rape. I'm sorry, that's not acceptable. Uh, people might have trivialised rape in the 70s, but we don't do that today. We've got Zoe Thorpe from Tottenham. Hello, Zoe. Oh, Whoa, hang on. Hey, 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 go on. So you're one of these new breeds of uh, drunken oh women. Oh, God, yeah. Do you get oh, yeah, drunk yeah, a lot? Yeah. I get drunk every night. What's wrong with it? I earn my money, I spend my money, I buy my drink, I drink my drink. How much I do you drink? I in the shop. He's talking about slashing, yeah. slashing on the streets. Let the streets run with slash. All right, listen, can you watch your language? Do you know what happened, yeah? I was so drunk. I, I was on the toilet. And, yeah. And uh, my, my tights, I was wearing tights. And I vomited in my knickers. Like but listen, I sleep, hang on, but look. Out. But look, don't you... I was like, I was wearing them, yeah. Then I came out of the toilet, and my mate was like, why are you wearing knickers before? Like, I was tight and that. But only... And I was like, yeah, I was. You'd never believe it. I'd done a chander in the half I had to put them in the bin. But listen... And then we had a few more drinks, and it was really good. But do you... Are you proud... call me sticky knickers. Are you proud of your... Sticky knickers. That's sticky funny, knickers. Isn't it? Are you proud of your behaviour? Yeah, do... well, I don't even think... What do you mean, proud? Well, what's what, proud? What... I got my mates to talk to what me. What your parents think? Of you. Ah, I don't matter. <laughs> I'm like a gang, yeah? It's like sisters who go out there. If some old fart don't like it, then you can just get off. I'm not doing him any harm. He's just in the way. Well, do you know what? It's been great to have your call. Thank you very much. I don't need to burn a bra because I wear a wet t shirt and it wouldn't take the match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, thanks for your call. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> Right, uh, I've got Dr. James Blunt from Gosforth. Surely, surely that's not your real name? No, no, Gary, it's not my real name, but uh, I think it's better I just keep that to myself for the team being, like... Okay. I didn't want to get uh, struck off. Oh, so you, you are a doctor? Aye. So you know from your own experience that more women are going to the doctors than men are? Oh, well, I'll tell you, the thing is, Gary, uh, I, I, I hardly ever start the day without having a couple of, couple of quick drinks, you know, and by the time I get to surgery, mm-hmm. I, can, I can barely tell the difference. Right. I mean, surely this isn't something you want to be talking about on radio. Hello? Hello? He didn't want to talk about it. Okay, Gordon Rust. I t- I'm phoning up. I had something narrowly missed my head. Right. Um, and it, I came out the optician. I walked out. I'm standing at the um, standing on the edge bus of the stop. Uh, bus stop. That's right. Right. And uh, suddenly, um, out the corner of my eye. I thought, Jesus, wept. Yeah. Um, I looked around and uh, there was nothing there. And at, for, for, for a very short period of time, I thought something had just whizzed by. And right. I suddenly realised it was actually the arm of my glasses. Right. We're, and, actually, we're um, actually talking about things that actually have hit people on the head, not things that nearly did or narrowly missed. point is that if you believe in the... Um, what's that bloke in the wheelchair who can't... Um, Eddie Kidd. Oh, you know, it's, he wrote that book um, about time. Oh, um, um, Dr. Stephen Hawkins. Hawkins, that's it. Basically, if you believe what he was saying in a parallel universe somewhere, uh, another another uh, uh, version of the event, I would have been hit by the uh, object. Really? So, essentially, I just happened to exist in a particular dimension where I narrowly missed my head, but in an infinite number of parallel worlds, uh, you would have um, been hit by it. Yeah. Fascinating. Well, thanks very much for your call, Gordon. Right, I've got another doctor on the phone. Uh, it's a Dr. Robbie Williams. 
Right, I presume you're just, uh, you're not the real Robbie Williams. It's an alias. It's an alias. I'm a Geordie doctor as well, right? Right. And I'm totally arsehole, man. Okay. Thanks very much for your call. Well, that's all for now. We've run out of time, I'm afraid. I'm Gary Bellamy. This has been Down the Line. Good night.